Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate that. I hope you're having a good day. We uh, had to bust out with some espresso blend today because uh, this episode is a little deep. It's a little out there. And so I just went straight into my, my Lavazza espresso blend. It's a medium espresso blend, which I've not seen before, but it's delicious. But yes, we are going to go beyond space and time today. We are going to tackle a phenomenon known as reality shifting. And this is quite popular uh, right now. You could find it almost anywhere if you just uh, search it. But essentially, the, the claim is that you can travel to any point in time or any imagined place that you can think of with relative ease just things that you could do at home you can basically wake up and find yourself in hogwarts if that's where you want to go or let's say you like me and you're a lord of the rings junkie you you can go to mordor and throw the ring into the pit <laughs> um, i've heard people say that they've reality shifted to gotham city and they're batman or the joker or whoever they desire to be and I think this is very interesting because after sort of unpacking all this I honestly think that people reality shift without even knowing it now that I've kind of wrapped my brain around what what this thing is and the possibilities of what it does there's several methods that you can incorporate in order to do reality shifting Uh, there are very common things but they're, they're quite simple, and you'll see what I'm talking about here in a second. Um, the first one that caught my eye was called the Raven Method, and that's simply where you get into a meditative state, and then you lay in a starfish pose, and you just sort of repeat to yourself, I'm shifting, I am shifting, and you focus all your energy on this desired reality. You're going to drift off to sleep, and when you wake up, You're supposed to be there in whatever reality that you want. And it might sound like, well, this is just lucid dreaming, Brad, but the the proponents tell me no, that this is not just lucid dreaming, that you are physically there. Um, Another method that is commonly used is the staircase method. And this is where you are in bed and you imagine yourself at the bottom of a staircase And each step that you take, you imagine your energy just growing and becoming more powerful. And each time you take the step, you say, I am shifting, I am shifting. And then when you get to the top of the staircase, you will see a white door. And once you walk through that white door, you will be in your desired reality. Um, A lot of these are just intention type of base things. Um, there's a rope method where you, much like the other method, you you fall, you get into a meditative state, you lay there, and you imagine a rope pulling you into your new reality. Um, and while this this might all sound a little out there, a little a little you know hard to believe, what's interesting about it is that the CIA has done experiments on this exact same thing. I think they called it gateway viewing. 
reality shifting is clearly a better term, but it's, they're talking about the exact same things. And what this paper talks about, and I'll, I'll link it in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. But essentially, the basis of their whole study was about people becoming in what's called hemisync. Um, typically, we are consumed with the left hemisphere of the brain. You know, this is the problem-solving part of the brain. It, it sorts out things. It uh, filters through, you know, social media, uh, deadlines for bills, TPS reports. It's the calculator part of our mind, right? And our society is basically there just to bombard us on that left and left or left hemisphere of the brain. And so, by getting into a state of hemisync. We incorporate that right-hand part of the brain. That's the creative. That's the um, part of our brain that is expressive and uh, kind of deals with more uh, esoteric type of concepts. It's it's more um, about manifesting, if you want to call it that. <clears throat> and so people that have meditated for years get into a hemisync rather quickly. But for those of us, like myself, that are kind of new to the meditation game, you can still get there. That's why a lot of the methods for reality shifting incorporate meditation because they essentially want you to get into a state where both parts of the of your brain are at a flat line. It, it basically makes your consciousness flat. There's no disturbance. Think of just a calm lake. That's sort of what I imagine when I think of being in a hemi-sync state of mind. And once we're there, it's much easier to tap into the quantum field. And this is where we get past the point of particles and we get more into wave if we're talking about quantum you know, mechanics here, quantum physics. Because when they look at matter, it, you know, it appears solid to our mind, but that's only because it's just vibrating very quickly when we break it down to a subatomic level, the atoms and the different parts are not actually touching. And so that's a very um, good thing, I think, for, for people like myself that are interested in moving our consciousness and to expand in, in different ways. Because if everything is particle, then we just have to toil and work hard at everything. And while I'm not saying that you can't accomplish things or move towards a goal that way, uh, I think there's a quicker, more direct link. And that's where we get into this hemisync state of mind. And once we do that, it's, uh, we tap into the universal computer and we get into a place where we can, I shouldn't say manifest because that to me is kind of a dumbed down version of what happens. You know, the, the secret sort of popularized this idea of, uh, you know, just want something and it'll happen. And I think it was very good for turning people on to this concept, but it only is about half of the story at best. You know, it's when we, our consciousness is very porous. So whenever our energy is focused on something, the, the energy does not stop with our consciousness. It moves out. And so whenever we 
manifest something. It's actually just becoming a vibrational match to it. And I think meditation is one way to raise your vibration, but that is more important to me than maybe some of the physical, you know, action steps that have to be involved in achieving a goal. And the, the whole process of this is much more powerful than I think most people realize because we can essentially, if we become a vibrational match to anything, there's no stopping it at that point. It's just getting past this 3D, you know, uh, version of our consciousness that is probably the hardest step to all this. And uh, that's where this hemi-syncing comes into place. And if you, if you're maybe skeptical about what I'm saying about this so far, just take a look at this document because it not only outlines how these subjects were able to achieve hemi-syncing and, and the, the powers that they had, but it also um, it, it describes needing a task force <laughs> to keep psychics and people like that in check. Um, anytime the government fears something like this, it kind of makes me think there must be something to it. And so, I, I don't know, take a look at it. Tell me what you think of this. It's, it's pretty out there, but, you know, after kind of reviewing the paper a little bit, I, I think the reality shifters, um, at first, you know, I thought it was maybe a little, a little ridiculous, but now I'm like, uh, I think they're onto something. I think they've actually tapped into something, and this is something, like I said before, that people are probably doing all the time, but just not knowing it. So if you're watching the video version, tell me what you think. Comment down below. Um, obviously, uh, we like subscribers and thumbs up. And if you're listening to the podcast, uh, feel free to share this with a friend or leave us a review. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.